Welcome to episode 73 of the Bomber Brothers Podcast, part of the Pinstripe Alley community of podcasts. Sean and Ryan back at the microphones. We were hoping we would wait an extra 30, 45 minutes to record because maybe there would have been something special to talk about. But alas, Garrett Cole gave up a double to lead off the sixth inning when he was cruising, looking like... He had the stuff. He looks like he had the no-hit stuff to maybe give us our first uh, Yankee no-hitter in some time. But he had the he had the look too. He had the the moxie going. You know, <laughs> walk up the mound. He meant business. Honestly, he had it a couple starts ago too against Baltimore before he just imploded late in that game. So yeah. there's there's been a couple times when he's really looked like he's had that no-hit stuff and. You know, of course, it's a disappointment that we're not going to get to see something historic like that. But at the same time, you know, just he had been struggling. He had, you know, getting bit by the long ball and everything like that. And then again on on a what was it September fifth when he had that start against Baltimore, where it looks like he had the no hit stuff again, then got burned late. Yeah, uh, and then his next start. Also against Baltimore, he has a complete game shutout with nine strikeouts, and now he's cruising again today. So I think more importantly, it seems like we're getting back the Garrett Cole that we saw in an Astros uniform last year. And what's interesting is I think it was James Smythe, who's always just doing awesome stuff at Yes, had tweeted out that right before that that first Baltimore start, Garrett Cole was kind of right at that mark last year in Houston before he really turned it on and went on that dominant stretch that took him through the end of the season. And now he's pretty much doing the same thing now. Yeah, he's uh, he's been great his last, uh, last couple starts. It's been fun to watch. But, um, yeah, of course, would have liked to see a no-hitter. We haven't had a Yankee no-hitter since Coney, but um, through perfect one, but – you know, this makes the decisions easier for pitch count and everything like that. And with Paxton going down for the year, I need to make sure we keep um, keep Mister Mister Cole healthy. Yeah, of course, Cole was all, uh, always hugely important for the Yankees' playoff chances, especially in a three-game series when Game One is so so important. But now you know you're not going to have Paxton for the postseason, and he was supposed to be your game two guy that was what they brought him here for uh last year and had a good year last year when he was healthy we saw him grind through a really good start in the ALCS and you were kind of hoping you know maybe that's what we get to see this year but you know he he came with the injury risk and it it showed in in pinstripes that he also struggled with injuries here in New York so is that have we seen Paxton pitch for the Yankees for the last time we'll we'll see Probably I mean, prob- probably because yeah. there's going to be 29 other teams that are available for him as Higashioka hits one to uh, the second deck in right field. Not quite, but his second home run of the game. 
Yeah, the home run stroker. What do you expect? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of thought that with Dellen and Didi, like, oh, maybe they'll just take the one-year deal to come back, but the Yankees weren't interested in that. Maybe it changes with the starting pitcher. Um, I don't know. Less, I mean, at this point, it's, it's like the clear option would be Tanaka for me. Oh yeah, but I mean, if you could, if if Paxton will take a one year deal to rebuild his value and then get a big deal, you could get both. Well, you can get both. I just think we've seen with the Yankees' habits that that's not really something they tend to do. I would, of well, course, be in Steve, favor of that. Yeah, with Steve Cohen buying the Mets, the Yankees might need to go back to their old ways because I think uh, <laughs> the Mets have some deep pockets now, and uh, they're already talking about getting JT Real Muto, and who knows. Yeah, well, maybe they'll make DJ LeMahieu a, a five-year deal or something like that for twenty million a year. Well, I imagine the rest of the owners in baseball are very upset if Cohen becomes the owner of the Mets because clearly they're That's trying to spend less. To win. Yeah, they're trying to spend less money because they want the playoffs to be expanded. Which that news broke last night that this current format is probably going to last past twenty twenty. I, don't like I was that. so pissed about. I hate that. It drives me nuts. I mean, not only do you take away the incentive of winning the division and the one game playoff in the wild card game, which, you know, baseball has so many problems, but baseball has the best playoff system in all of sports, in my opinion. Bar, but, yeah, hands down, hands and, down. And now, not only is that gone, but now you, were, you will be awarding mediocrity, which is going to give teams more excuses, which a lot of fans will eat up to not spend as much money to make your team as, as good as possible because why not? You can finish 500 and still you know, try to get past a three-game series, which can be packed with all different kinds of randomness, and then boom, you're in the, you're in the division series. Yeah, it's, um, it's not great, but, it, I mean, that's not, that's not official or anything, right? It's just... No, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm sure it still has to go through the... Players Association needs to would need to approve something like that. Yeah, which I hope they don't. I'm, I'm sure they would see through that exactly how we're talking about it right now. Like, hey, we would probably all be getting less money if this happens. While while the while the owners would probably be make could argue would be making more money because they'd have less to spend on players and they would be getting more playoff revenue. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I love the, the situation, how baseball has it now, and I really, really, really hope it doesn't change. Like, that would be a killer. Uh, no, that would suck. Between that and everything that went on with, like, the stupid back and forth before this season finally got going, like, I, I would start to be getting really fed up. Yeah. So. But anyway, back back to the Yankees. Just had to get that off my chest. I was mad last night when I saw that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't because we, we had heard like the DH thing was definitely going to happen and then it didn't happen. I'm talking like two years ago. So I, I don't know until it's set in stone. It's, you know, yeah. I'm not going to try to lose any sleep over it. But yeah, that's the only thing that should stay from this season is the uh, is the DH in the National League. Everything else Agreed. go back to normal, go back to double headers being nine innings, no runner on second and so on. So. I don't mind the, the seven inning double <laughs> double headers, as I've said, but I just don't know if I would want it because I know that that would mean less less jobs for relievers and stuff, and you'd be, you know, some guys would not really have a spot anymore. So I'd obviously watch a couple innings if it meant more people were 
employed in bullpens. Well, I mean, I think you would. I mean, you would start the season with no doubleheaders planned. So I, I, I think you'd start. You know, it would be normal, but. Yeah, so I'm saying if there's a rain out and then they have to schedule yeah. a doubleheader, I, I wouldn't mind if it was seven innings. Yeah. Well, I like the nine. Well, Just notice, Judge is 0 for 3 with three Ks in his first game back. Maybe we should trade this guy. Gets hurt, <laughs> strikes out all the time. You know what's insane to me? Again, back to James Smythe. He tweeted this out before the game started, that since 2017, Judge is still fifth in the American League in war. And think of all the time he's missed. That's why. Yeah. Just shows you how valuable he is when he's, yeah. when he's on the field. Yeah, yeah. but he, you know, he's got to shake some rust off. I mean, his first at-bat when he struck out, he took two pitches that easily could have been called balls, especially that second strike that he took, which was another one of those classic below his knees but called a strike. So Yeah, that's, that's the judge classic. Not, not too worried about him. Also got Stanton back, which is great especially the way he was swinging the bat before he got hurt said he's made some changes to his pregame routine to try to cut some cut down on some injuries that's obviously something we'll have to see to believe if he can consistently stay on the field or just in the batter's box since he's probably going to be primarily dh from here on out yeah that that's one of those things where it's like okay t- you could say whatever you want but now I, I don't believe you until i see the results so we'll see you know, we'll see yeah, well, I mean, obviously you can't knock him for, you know, doing whatever he can to try to stay healthy. Just some guys just struggle with injuries more than others. I mean, he, we all saw that he tried to slim down a bit before the season started, and that's not helping. So, you know, whatever it is, just if he needs to DH here on out for the rest of this season to stay healthy, then fine, so be it. I mean, plus you can need Frazier in the lineup. I mean, he's been killing it. Frazier has been killing it. Frazier is. I'm looking at it now. I mean, his hard hit percentage is up to forty eight and a half percent. That's almost thirteen percent higher than last year. His uh, walk rate is ten percent higher than last year. He's clearly making uh, working better at bats. He's been night and day better in the field, which has been incredibly encouraging. And you know, he's. Obviously, it's not young, young, but he's still only 26. So, uh, to me, he's showing that he he should be here to stay. Especially the way Brett Gardner's been playing this year. I think I think Frazier, even with all these guys coming back, deserves to still have a regular spot in the outfield. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's been you know head and shoulders above Brett Gardner, who I love, but has been pretty terrible. Although he had a dinger the other night. But, um, you know, I wonder if last year, and I, somebody tweeted this, I wonder if, you know, he had had the concussions and whatnot. Maybe he was still feeling just like a little bit fuzzy in the field and stuff like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Wasn't he quoted not like just a, uh, not even a week ago saying that he was struggling to like get his depth perception back? Because I think someone was talking to him about what changes have you made in the field from last year to this year. And he said something like that. I think it's that he thinks it's just recovering from his concussion, which makes sense. You know, I've Yep. Tracking a fly ball while you're recovering from a concussion, probably not easy. Yep. So. Yeah, good for we'll Frazier. Lo- love seeing him raking. That's definitely good to see. He's certainly put in his time down in, in AAA when he arguably should have been at the major league level. There just wasn't room for him at the time. But now he's making sure there's room for himself even when everyone's healthy. So so good for him. we got uh, – Frazier raking, Andahar was Andahar was hitting well too before he got optioned back to the alternate site. Now it's kind of like he's taking Frazier's place where there's just not enough room for him. Yep. Huh. We'll but, see. I mean, th- look, th- you know, we rec- we forgot to record last week, 
<laughs> yeah, we had a lot going on. We had to redo your deck. Don't blame me. And we just said they <laughs> I were, said they were, we had a lot going on. <laughs> well, you redo your deck, so it was a lot going on <laughs> for me. But anyway, um, but I we got too excited. The Yankees seemed to turn it around with a good start from Devi, and the offense has just been great. But I mean, you know, they have the the, the Cashman meeting, and then the next, then that night, and we got to give him credit. He looks like a different pitcher, Hap, lately. Oh, absolutely. Shoves, but the Yankees lose a tough game. And then Devi comes out and, and, I mean, look, think about how much pressure's on him. Very reminiscent of, uh, of some starts we've seen in the past from other Yankee pitchers coming up big in a tight spot, like in El Duque um, or something like that. And uh, Devi goes out and shoves. And, um, I mean, he's probably our number three starter now, right? Oh, absolutely. I'd, I'd say your postseason rotation, if the Yankees were to get past the first round, the first three-game series, uh, because there's no days off now, which is a very interesting wrinkle in the postseason. So now the Yankees will have to use their entire rotation, but you would have... By the way, I'm sorry to stop you. The bubble is now the best thing ever, because now there can be no postseason games on the day of Katie's, our cousin's birthday. I know, uh, but, yeah. I was... So we don't miss anything. <laughs> I saw that, and I... Uh, I have to take back all the horrible things I told her for scheduling a wedding in October. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, For whatever reason, in my head, I had October 1st as the day of her wedding, so then I saw the schedule come out, and I, <laughs> I started like writing her a text because I was so pissed, and then I was like, oh, wait, it's October 3rd. So that was, that was a, a relief. But anyway, so with no days off, you would have to imagine the rotation as it stands now is looking like Cole Tanaka, Devi Hap. Cole Tanaka, yeah, I, I agree. I, th- I honestly, I would go with Hap over Montgomery right now as, as number four. By the way, it's October third. Is the is the Mean Girls Day? Yeah, I know. It's October third. <laughs> oh, home run! Oh, a long one. Nice. That was uh, Luke Voigt, leads the major leagues in home runs. Perhaps you've heard of him. Best first baseman in baseball. Another home run. Jeez. Yeah, 19 yeah, no, diggers 19. for Voigt. Best, best first baseman in baseball. He, he runs around the bases like Roy Hobbs every time. They're about to fall apart. Every time he's running, I'm like, oh, God, like what happens? But then I remember he's dealing foot with stuff. some foot stuff. Foot stuff. Rex Ryan dealt with some foot stuff. His wife, I mean, sorry. But um, I, yeah. wish, I wish I could deal with some foot stuff if it meant I could play baseball the way Luke Voigt's playing baseball right now. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Oh, I mean, yeah, you were, I don't know, have you ever had any foot problems? I see your, your sneakers were duct taped that one time we were hanging out. But <laughs> Yeah, I was playing. I was that was on your birthday, ball. right? <laughs> yeah, I was playing pickleball and my foot went right through my shoe. Uh, no, I, I had a pretty bad plantar fasciitis issue last year, which, which was very uh, annoying and lingered a lot. Oh, you played through it like a champ. Yeah. I had no idea. I had to buy $75 special foot insoles. Oh. Hey, Voight's that's, wearing those right now. That's for probably giving a little power, a little jelly in the back, uh, you know, <laughs> the springboard out, get a little little power off your backside. But, um, I mean, look, what him – all right, so, like, Debbie's been great, and, like, it's so nice to see a guy come up that you hear about for a little while, you know, while they're down in the minors, and then you see them come up and just dominate. And uh, he, he's been he's been great, and it's been really fun to watch. Um, that's definitely a feel good thing. And then you combine that with 
with guys like Voigt and LeMahieu just going off, and, and all of a sudden, our last podcast, the sky is falling, and it was. Let's be real. Like, oh, yeah. Things looked they really were, They shitty. were awful. And and now it's like okay, probably sneak in as the second as the second um, team in the AL East because we're, you know, up eleven one on on Toronto right now. So yeah, still a lot of games left with Toronto. Obviously, a lot can change, but they're certainly looking like a different team. Just hit six home runs in back to back games for the first time in franchise history, which is pretty wild. But yeah, I mean. Garcia has looked great, and and what I'm um, I think I think it was Lindsey Adler who noted this, but he's also not really walking anybody, which I thought was one of his big knocks. Uh, any prospect report you read when he was coming up through the minors, and even recently in the minors, that his uh, his con- command had some issues at times, but certainly not looking that way right now. And you know, it doesn't blow people away. Averages you know ninety two and a half miles an hour on his fastball, something like that. But um, he's got a, a nice array of pitches and has been looking like a, le- a legitimate, looking like he has a legitimate future in, in this rotation. And it's always nice. Obviously, it's super early. So much can change. But it's always nice to see a hyped Yankees pitching prospect because we know that they've had their issues with pitching prospects in the past. But it's nice to see one right now that's coming up and, and looking like he belongs. Yeah. He, um Definitely, definitely fun to watch. And I mean, you know, the Clark Schmidt has been was okay, and you know, yeah. we'll give give him time to marinate. But definitely nice to see one come up and and give them a real shot in the arm. And I mean, we saw this in 2015 with Severino. He came up, pitched a lot of big games down the stretch. He had the one bad start in a big game against Toronto, I remember. But I mean, overall, he was really big and um, nice to see with Devi and. Another guy, that another prodigy of, of Pedro, right? Another another person from the school of Pedro Martinez. That's right. I wish Pedro would come back into the Chili's that I work at again so I can thank him. Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, you know, they, he said Debbie's from a, a uh, the city of Bonao in uh, Dominican Republic. There is a restaurant named Bonao in Perthamboy. Um, oh. But uh, my wife tells me if you're not Dominican, they charge you more money. <laughs> So uh, she doesn't like to go there. So she's you know, not that Dominican. Is... She's Ecuadorian. She gets charged more. <laughs> Pedro is still the most random uh, celebrity run-in ever. Coming coming into Chili's in, in Wallingford, Connecticut. Yeah, that's not something you see every day. No. Well, I don't know. I saw Bill Bell. Well, I mean, I guess. Oh, yeah, Bill Belichick at Charlie Brown's in Piscataway, right? But I mean, half half of the Rutgers football team gets drafted by the Patriots, and somehow Rutgers sucks, and the Patriots win. You know. Yeah. So. Anyway, so it's it's certainly been a dramatic turnaround. Just thinking of the tone of our last podcast, and now that and and it's not just the fact that they're playing better, but like we mentioned at the beginning, they're also getting help back. I mean, Urshela back in the lineup is a huge change because just think about the difference between Urshela, Urshela's bat and then someone like Wade or Estrada. I mean, Tyro Estrada was really struggling. Yeah. Um, so it's, and now you have Stanton that can DH and, you know, that takes some at-bats away from Ford who was really struggling. He's back at the alternate site now. So mm-hmm. not only are they playing better, but they're also on paper getting better, getting back oh, yeah. to the full team they were to start the season when they were off to one of the best starts in franchise history. 
Without a doubt. And, I mean, you know, the Taurus thing is whatever it is. I, I hope they're just being cautious. Oh, I know. I, <laughs> I assume by now if, if something was wrong, it would have been on the IL because it's been a couple days. So Tomorrow will be the big um, – the big barometer for that because Boone did say today that that this is he said that this is probably the last day we're going to see Torres not starting okay so if he's not in the lineup tomorrow then I'm going to start getting a little like okay has anyone seen him in the dugout is he indeed alive yeah I hear you so but I mean think about it like look if nobody else gets hurt for the rest of the year we should have Voight Torres LeMahieu um uh, the, the, the Geo, and then Sanchez, and then the, you know the outfield of um, Frazier, Hicks, Judge, and and Stanton at DH. That's solid. Gary Sanchez is the worst hitter in your lineup. I'll take it. I mean, I know he's having a horrible there. year. Eight 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 hits this whole year, but you know, I know, and it looks like he was starting to come out of it in ba- uh, against Baltimore too. Yeah, but I mean, if that's if that's your nine hitter, whatever, because your nine hitter could go deep at any moment. Yeah, um, no, absolutely, that is could be could be way yeah. worse than that. And then, I mean, the the bullpen and the rotation both are going to be weak, weaker than we were expecting. But yeah. Canley's a massive loss, especially come playoff time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of teams that are going to be at a similar disadvantage because of these no off days, and it's really going to come down to probably some of those middle of the pack relievers like Jonathan Holder could suddenly become super important who's actually been pitching fairly well this year yeah he's been solid he's pitched a couple of big innings and extra innings too so yeah we'll see I'm, I mean it, it'll be fun a lot of teams are dealing with it but um that's why I think it's important to get the higher seed it looks like Yankees are kind of on a collision course to play Minnesota too wouldn't that be funny it would but if there's ever a time where the Twins could end their playoff drought, it's, it's in a short three-game series. Yeah, of course. Sorry if you hear a noise. My dog's snoring. Yeah, I heard that. Jeez. I mean, I know the game's a blowout. I'm trying to trying to wake him up. <laughs> uh, what else? What else is going on? In, in, oh, well, we, we haven't really talked a lot about LeMahieu, who has two home runs tonight. Man, he's really snoring. Yeah, he's having a dream. He's probably having a dream. He's trying to kill our neighbor's dog. Well, I have a dream. I want to have a dream so tonight. <laughs> I want to have a dream tonight and wake up and DJ will make you be extended. That's That's solid. I mean, what else do you need to see? I don't know. Wiley. <laughs> I'm, like, kicking him pretty good. He's he's in that fourth he's in that fourth level inception dream stage yeah, right now. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to put him in a chair to him over. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think at this point, LeMahieu is not is not stupid. He's probably gonna go to free agency because he's got to see how much money he's gonna get. I mean, I know, and that's what I'm worried about because then the Yankees will do their stupid, you know, hey, take a little less money and be a Yankee. No, no thanks. I'll just go play yeah. somewhere else and get a ton of money, and my kids will be taken care of for life. All right, we'll see. I mean, look, I don't know. The Yankees with their extensions, things haven't worked out so far, um, which is funny because when they gave out all the extensions to the last core, it was perfect with Jeter and Moe and, and Posada and, you know, Pettit. Yeah. 
Well, but look, I, I'm just everyone. Everyone they got the money to do it though. It's just like don't cry poor, you know. And everyone rags on Hicks so much because he got those seven years. It's like he's coming back from Tommy John. He's been healthy all year. He's an on base machine. We saw it yeah. took Didi a lot of time to get back to normal after Tommy John. Same thing could be said about Seager. Like, okay, he's not he's not like hitting incredibly well in terms of contact right now, but if if this is the type of production he gives when he's, you know, still semi fresh from Tommy John surgery, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I agree. So not much to complain about in in terms of the Yankees right now. They're winning 11-1 in what was a huge series for them in terms of getting that second spot in the division, which is hugely important because that drastically changes your seating if you're second in your division or a wild card spot. Yeah, very important. So, yeah, like you said, if the season ended today, the Yankees would play the Twins. Minnesota. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, is there anything else Anything else going on that we need to address? Debbie's really good. LeMahieu and Voigt are insanely good. Frazier's playing really well. The Paxton, big, big sluggers Pax, are back. Uh, Paxton's out. Hap's balling right now. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, we didn't even talk. Chapman, like, shit, almost shit his pants. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was definitely one of those situations where you see boone and the trainer come out and you're like oh oh god then you see chapman smiling and you're like well he also smiled when he gave up a home run to end the season last year so it still could be something bad yeah and hey chapman's (laughs) stupid ass smiling forget it (laughs) hey uh i think it speaks to how good of a pitcher someone is if they can go back and get what a str- like retire the next two bat well get two strikeouts in a clean inning while he, pi- he while pitched better hitting. than when he doesn't have to think of shit he yeah. was he wasn't he was dealing he wasn't messing around it's so, take care of some things scarf down that taco bell before you start warming up next time and keep pitching like that chapman's not even no taco bell come on now no he's jacked he definitely so, has a better diet than me yeah yeah me too well, I guess that's about it. Um, I don't know. Greg Bird signed with the Phillies, so I mean, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm I'm one player away from becoming a Phillies fan. I think. <laughs> I know they got they got, got Deedy, Del- uh, not Dylan, um, McCutcheon, McCutcheon, D Rob, and Girardi. I'm 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 there, baby. Girardi is just basically trying to recapture his uh, <laughs> latter years with the Yankees when he got his. Uh, enthusiasm for the job reignited yeah yeah so we'll see i he's he's doing everything he can but that pitching is awful over there awful yeah no girardi's doing what he always does what he he did a lot of years with the yankees a lot of holes in a team and still like has them competing and in the thick of it but he's not a good communicator (laughs) i miss girardi i'm sorry i mean i i like girardi too but I guess I'm just one of those that really doesn't have too much of a problem with someone who just won a hundred games in back-to-back seasons. I mean, if you're going to praise, if you're going to praise Girardi for, you know, keeping the Yankees above 500 in years like 2013 and 14, you better praise Boone for winning 103 games with all the injuries they had last year. Yeah, I, I think last year it was very impressive what Boone did. 
for sure. Uh, 2018, I thought they left a lot of wins on the table. This year, they've left a few, but look, I mean, we've kind of been over it. I, I'm lukewarm on them, but definitely after last year, I felt a lot better about it. So, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, uh, anything you're looking forward to this week? Um, I don't know. I bought the the Lego Imperial Walker for the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back. Lego put out the uh, the AT-AT set, so I'm probably start working on that. So I'm looking forward to that. If we're gonna do something like non non baseball-y. Mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully finish the railings on the deck on Saturday. So a lot of building, Legos and wood. Nice. So what about you? Uh, I'm looking forward to the next episode of The Boys. It's probably just going to be my thing I'm looking forward to for the next, what is it, four weeks until there's no more episodes for the season? I don't know. I don't I don't watch that one, but... I recommend it. Yeah, I remember you said it last time. All right, well, I guess that's it. Looks like Garrett Cole's getting himself into a little bit of a jam right now. Oh, one out, oh, two count, so... Oh, okay. Well, I'm not. I don't have it on the TV. I'm I'm following gotcha. along on Statcast, and it looks like it was a little behind. Now it says there's one at. Well, because when I looked, it was uh, two on nobody out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now just now you just need a nice ground ball. That's yeah. it. Cozy ten run lead. I think we can sign off saying the Yankees are on their way to a to another win. And uh, we'll let's be, be seven seven in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be back next week to hopefully talk about. You know, a continued winning streak or more more big wins against teams that they are trying to put behind them in the playoff race. Hopefully, we remember to talk about it next week. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see everybody. We yeah, yeah, we'll 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 set a reminder this week. But thanks everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. See you later, everybody.